Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. She touched down. She's been on the move. She gotta do some link ups. She, she gotta, gotta gallivant. She gotta, she gotta, she gotta touch stuff. the city. She gotta yeah. see people. So I'll be like, sis, we're gonna hold you down. Don't worry. We have an amazing guest. So stay tuned. And you might miss Chelsea, but this guest is she's she's got a bold personality. Yes. So yes. really, she could have just done the whole shit herself. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> it could have just been her fucking show. Um I'm going to jump into On Red or Reply. On Red or Reply. I actually don't have anything to leave on Red this week. Briefly, I will leave that I really need to get my budget together and reinsert someone cleaning for Mm. me. Because, bitch, I was in the fucking shower scrubbing hands and knees like I'm over it. I'm really Girl, that's just something I, I'm not doing anymore. And you know, really think interested. about our guest. I don't know how she feels about doing work, work around the house, but I think she would approve of you. Um, you know, <laughs> getting some help. It, but the know, thing is, support. like, you know, my budget. It, it, there's a lot in there. It's tight, yeah. So I was like, you know, I've got to pull something out. Like, what can I do on my own? No, and, that's something I'm not doing. And that got entered, but I think it it, it needs to come back. It, at least for the like deep, deep cleaning. Yes. I'll keep doing the surface cleaning, but I need somebody to come up in here and uh, and really help us this out. Get in the nooks and the crannies. I really don't want anybody breaking their back, truly, honestly, truly. I'm trying to get a lot of tools and doodads that I see on um Oh, TikTok. like those like electrics. Yeah, things. so that nobody got to be busting a back in that goddamn slippery back. No, that's true. But um, yeah, because, you know, we got to have the tiles, the grout, the nooks, the crannies. It got to be real clean. Yeah, so it's a process. I'm, I'm leaving that on red. Um, if anyone wants to send me money, feel free. Um, she doesn't need your coin. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going reply? to reply. I have two replies. I'm sorry. I'm going to be super quick. My first replies to our party from last Sunday. It was so much fun. Had a great time. My boyfriend ended up DJing and I loved it it because it's so sexy to like watch him in his element. And we just had so much fun. And then like just that night we were just vibing, like just, it was so great. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Such a turn on. Um, (laughs) And just like all of our friends, shout out to B Major, shout out to everyone that came, held us down. Um, just love our community. That was mm-hmm. lovely. And I finally got in the fucking pool. <sighs> I, I know. Summer, midway through the summer. I, I I'm mean... like, I'm I'm about to go this week because it's getting ridiculous. No, I know. Like, I'm gonna try to go like Thursday. I'm, I know. I'm, figure something out. I'm seeing that as well. I'm I'm gonna try to do that. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, but then we have that party we want to go to. So I know. That I was, really that's what it just came to my mind. But like, Unless maybe we might. could go and have dinner there. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll talk. 
pop off mine. Um, <laughs> my other reply is I think I talked about this a little bit on Ty's episode, um, but the New York Times just released like kind of just general census of how people are feeling about Biden and polls oh, and yeah. just the Democratic Party. And a lot of people aren't very pleased with Biden and they don't think they would vote for him in 2024. And um, or is it 2023? One of them years. And a lot of it also discussed like people being more inclined to vote third party, mm. which I really think like our generation go. to consider because we're always like, oh, well, I'm just going to default to voting Democrat because I don't want Republicans to win. But I feel like it doesn't need to necessarily be that. Um, and or even like voting for someone who you think might not win, because ultimately, like if we all got together and didn't just align with the same old, same old all the time, that actually would shift change. Um, so I spent like an evening, like hours and hours, just like researching. Um, I vote in Florida actually. So just researching what the hell is going on down there, different candidates. Like I really encourage everyone to do that in advance as much as you can. Um, and if you want to like support someone that you want to vote for, get out and canvas, donate, spread the word on social media, like everything counts. Um, so I'm replying to that, uh, cause I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of just like frustration and I've been like, what can I do? So I'm just trying to get more involved, engaged. aware, engaged, like, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're like some expert on politics. Um, a friend and I were talking about that. He's like, actually, that's a, that is a big tactic of like ostracizing people when they feel like, oh, I don't understand how everything works. Like, that's fine. Figure it out. Right. And if you got to re-educate yourself next year, do that again. Right. And that's okay. But just like take the steps. Right. Yeah, like yeah. don't just Take get intimidated by step. all the different things. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Shade. That's interesting. I got to check out that article because that is very, I don't know, it's very interesting. It could be our generation. I mean, because we've been having this conversation since as long as I can remember. Since I've been a child, I've been hearing wow. people saying, we always voting for Democrats, literally since I've been a, a child. And then I started, I became a voting age and I just started doing the shit same shit i just fell in line yeah yeah that's fascinating um i was also just going to reply to our party beautiful just vibes um we're going to be bringing you guys more cute fun summer things so please look out for it it was just like just a dreamy dreamy day um and then i'm gonna leave on red i am not gonna name any names but no, it's not even like that. I recently rejoined a gym in my neighborhood after canceling them because I wanted to, I was like feeling going to classes more, but I'm having trouble with the class schedule because yeah. people be putting shit on my calendar and I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. I got to cancel the class. Now I'm mm-hmm. fucking losing money. So I'm like, let me just join the gym where I can just, when I see my, what my schedule is doing, I could like pop over there, squeeze in a little workout really quick. This particular gym is so damn ratatata. I'm like, why is the man that's signing me up has bleach stains all over his damn shirt? Like, they why all are you look, his shirt for? They all look mad, like not 
good. Like, I'm like, nah, this is not, it just was not good. And like people be in there <laughs> working out in like all kind of boots and all kind of things. Yours is a little more ratatata than mine. Ooh. I have like half ratata, half like Bushwick. So it's a odd blend, but I know it's, exactly what you talk, you're talking about. I'd be looking around like, <laughs> Ooh, like what is going on in here? I don't know. It was a very unique experience. That's all I got to say. But I will also add to that. The thing that's going to become a, not a challenge, but something that I think about is like the walk I have to take to that gym. I have to walk down a very uh, bustling street and I'd be in my little workout gear. And the way that people be staring at my body is wild. This man today came over to me and he was like, I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. And I was like, okay. Like as 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 if he's not a beta nigga, right? And then he's like, "And hey, you could be my omega," and I was like, "I just said nothing. I was just listening to my music." And then that's he pretty like, funny. It was fun. That part was funny for a second, and then we like diverged. And then he was like, "Oh, and she got a big one. She got ah! a big one." I was like, "Wow." That was also slightly funny, but also that's when crazy. it becomes harassment. It yeah. was har- harassment, like. Yep. Like a big, yo, it was OD. So I'm just like, fuck, am I going to start walking to the gym? Like, which, like, what am I going to have to do just to walk to the fucking gym, bro? I got to tie shirts around my waist. Yeah. Like, it's nasty. It's nasty. You can also, I worked at my home gym today. I just have like a very simple, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's basically one of those like benches. Yeah, it's a bench. Yeah. And then, well, these, none of this actually belongs to me, so when my roommate leaves, I'm going to have to get this on my own. But then he has these weights where um, as you turn it, it like adjusts so you can add weight. So you don't have to buy mad sizes. Oh, that's smart. And so I could do my little arms with my little five pounds and my legs with like higher weight. I got my little jump rope, my resistance band. Cause I didn't feel like walking to the gym today. It's hot as balls. It was walking there was a mess and I'm in yeah. a fucking leggings burning. And I just turned on my AC and I worked out in my little gym section of my home. I know I have trouble working out at home though because it just well I don't have the tools so that could help yes, but I don't think I need important. to get like I was actually talking to my coworker about this that I could have left that shit on red but that could be another conversation let me not forget the crazy things she was telling me about how much she loves black men um oh yeah it was very very unique conversation troubling we, yeah it's a bit a bit troubling a bit uh disturbing I, I love saying words like that mm-hmm. but um she was we were talking about habit building and she was talking about this book called like atomic habit something like that this mm-hmm. this man says his idea is that when you build a habit it has to be as small as an atom so like he will talk to people who say they want to read 40 books a year but they are not readers uh, so he'll be like why don't you just try to read one page a night um mm-hmm. so like i think it would be a bit it wouldn't be atomic of me to order a whole fucking gym set that would then collect dust in the corner i probably mm. have to like get into the routine of doing exercises that are not lead or like not on a mm-hmm, machine mm-hmm. And so, i don't know but i'm also looking into getting a trainer so they could show me how to use the gym properly because i don't really know what i'm doing when i go in there even though i've been doing i try to do chloe ting girl nope, i found <gasps> somebody did. else I, you don't I like to, her? I went to another girl's video. It was much better. I'll share it with the with the listeners if you want to know. I can't. I gotta find it. But it was a better really than good my little, good sis. No, shit, her shit is crazy. She be hopping around like doing too many hops. 
Oh, well, we can talk offline, but you got to There's find some your non-hop different... ones, yeah. I know, but I was just in there scrolling around and I'm like, Lord, I got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> oh, child, anything on the hotline? Um, This is short and brief. My niece is staying in Chicago right now with um, our aunt, her great aunt, my aunt. And my aunt is just like such an aunt. Like she sends like every photo, like every oh, little thing she's doing. She's like, she started gymnastics today. She's at the pool. She's at a, a, the African festival. She's having 7-Eleven Slurpees for 7-Eleven day. She like every single thing she's doing. And if you all don't know this about me, I am obsessed with my niece. I sweat that little girl heavy. So I'm just like, I'm oh obsessed my God, her too. all the content. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yes um and give so it I love us. it you're like give us yeah. more thank you literally she just said like, I'd be starved of, of this of her crocs I'm like yes I love it I need oh it oh my All god of she's it. so cute so it's hella cute oh. um and uh, the hotline is definitely blinging like she sends every photo so you know <laughs> it's probably really bringing her a lot of joy oh definitely, definitely. that's so cute that's so um cute. yeah i love it my good sis that's a black girl doing shit this week our black girl doing shit is a true baddie we have Aching agutu recognized as the confidence queen by vogue she's a change maker and an internet personality who has grown quickly and given her creative force infectious energy and charisma to us all you've definitely seen her on the gram you've seen her on all your social media her content empowers women to be the best version of themselves and has filled a massive gap in the self-love, self-confidence, and body positivity industry as a leading Black plus-size fashion and lifestyle creator. Achiang has given much-needed representation and visibility to women like her and adds crucial diversity in the digital sphere and beyond. Since beginning her journey, she has partnered with major lifestyle and fashion brands. Y'all already know, Valentino. Ivy Park, Mark Jacobs, Moe, among others. Moe. So <laughs> we have to give you the flowers, Black Girl Doing Shit in the Flesh. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me here, you tantalizing sexy people. I'm excited. Oh, we're so excited to have you. We're just going to hop right in with a little game, a um, little rapid fire. Okay. I'm just going to throw out some topics. You're going to answer some of them. Some of them are going to be a this or that. Starting yeah. off very strong with your celebrity crush. Mm. You know, I know he's overrated, but I really love me some Michael B. Yes. Michael B. Jordan. All day, every day, anytime. I just love him. He is uh, the man I want to be with. He is so gorgeous. Seems like he's available these he days. Is. I know. These these days, I've heard in the streets, he, he's out and about. So He's in need um, of a bosom. Yes, to, to lay on. <laughs> to, to, to lay on, to, to, to lay on. Tears. Honestly, so if y'all catch me in the streets with Michael, keep it, <laughs> keep, keep it shut. Don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So another one, I don't know if you heard about this story. There's a Rhode Island state senator named Tierra Mack who recently got in some hot water for twerking. Did you see that? No, I did not. Tell me more. I love this. Um, yeah, so she was kind of like twerking, set, encouraging people to go to the polls. And she looked amazing. And she was out on the that. beach. But people were saying like, it was inappropriate. Why is a senator twerking? 
the twerking is inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. <laughs> um, I have I I think um black women should be let to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, whatever position you are, even if you're the president of the United States, girl twerk and get those girls to the, get, get the girls, the gays, the days to the polls. Like, what do you mean? I think people feel like if you are public facing and if you're hyper visible, you have to be this like, like mother Mary vibe Mm -hmm. for the rest of the world honey no we're gonna live our lives the way we need to live so you know let her shake her ass for the you know for the girls to get to the polls i'm here for that (laughs) go vote go vote yes i love it i love it all right Uh, i got another one for you how do you feel about dad bods on a man i love them i love them I love a good dad bod because the thing is that I always used to go for the super buff, you know, chiseled gym bros, men is, is not the same. Like when you lay your head, I want to feel, feel caressed. I want to feel embraced, loved and vulnerable as opposed to laying on a brick you know <laughs> a concrete wall and like no shade to to men who are like really putting in the work love y'all you know do you do your thing stay healthy but a dot bod really gets me going really gets the pussy clapping so yes Stop clapping <laughs> yeah like call it fanny flutters around here and yeah funny pounds oh we call it pussy quakers here okay. yes Yes, it really gets the pussy quaking right here in in these parts. So you yes. didn't need you didn't need no icebreaker. You were ready. Exactly. <laughs> um, yes. A couple more for you. What's your mm-hmm. favorite physical feature of your of yourself? I have to pick one. I know. I bet it's hard. No. <laughs> Can I just no? As in, like, I think all of me. I yeah. have really spent a really long time trying to love every ounce of my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like something that is really, you know, thriving for me right now is my stomach. I used to have such a huge problem with the way my stomach looked. I felt like it looked like, you know, just everybody was like, get this flat stomach, you know, slim mm-hmm. thing. No, but it is just where life is. It is, it, it grows, it, it like expands and contracts in a way that, you know, it just gives me life. It, it reminds me of bread, like leavened bread, you know, like bread is my favorite thing. If you don't love bread, babe, let's talk. Let's talk about that. But it just, I feel like right now, my favorite thing is like my stomach, belly, fupa area. It is just so beautiful. It is plush. It, it is, it is filled with art, with stretch marks and, and, and it's just fabulous. So I would say right now my stomach, but in general, my entire body, because I'm absolutely beautiful that girl wait glenn what's yours oh yeah i want to know um maybe like my lips mouth smile action it's giving yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's really it's really giving like um like radiant sponsored it's giving let's put that on the dollar bill right now you know that's what i'm feeling yeah and yours shut it i can't pick one but so my my vibe right now is my back. Ooh, especially in the summer. Mm, it's mm, done. Mm, I'm trying to have mm. my back out, backless. Please, no, like literally shoulder blades in the wind. 
you know, back <laughs> dancing in the wind. I really love that for you. So yes, support. I like that. My vibe right now, right? Because we can yes. love ourselves from top to bottom. But in this flow. moment, I'm really feeling. Yes. That that. Yes. Yes. That's cute. Comes, for the goes girls with the listening. Exactly. <laughs> um, last one. What's the song that really gets you in your bad bitch bag right now in this moment? Ooh. Maybe for the summer or, or uh, for all, of all time. You know, I really wished it was Drake's album, but it's Never. not. Um, as in, like, I think right now I've been really playing, you won't break my soul. Period. I you break was my like, soul. you embody that song right now. It really is giving that. I think right now it's just giving in, in everything that's happening in the world. Um, I think that's very much giving bad bitch energy for so many people, as in for me very much is. So Beyonce, thank you so much. Hashtag love you. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Our friends at Ulta Beauty shared a few product recommendations for keeping your curls juicy and joyful. Ulta Beauty recommends using the following products in your routine to help in prolonging your protective styles by keeping your hair healthy and hydrated. First, cleanse with Sunday Sunday Root Refresh Micellar Rinse. This lightweight and gentle cleanser is color safe, sulfate free, and keeps your scalp and hair fresh between washes. Ulta Beauty's next recommendation is Kemet Biologics Burdock Root Buttercream, which provides rich, lightweight moisture for fine, thin, afro-slash-coily hair, delivering 24-plus hours of moisture without the buildup, perfect for dry, medium-low porosity hair. We'll finish with Rizzo's Curls Nourish Oil, which is made with 100% pure essential oils to provide a radiant shine. This lightweight oil quickly absorbs and penetrates, providing moisture and minimizing frizz for visibly healthier looking hair and scalp. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Ulta Beauty or Ulta.com to shop all your hair care essentials now. And now we are back with more Black Girls Texting. All right, y'all. It's time to summer. Chat. You know what? It kind of brings me right into my first question for you. You have said that we can all use some extra enjoyment. And I feel like you really embody that whole, I'm just living life energy. Um, mm-hmm. And you mentioned on your page that like when we need to lean into that extra enjoyment, it might take quitting a job, leaving a relationship, starting something new. And I'm curious for you in your own journey, what was a personal <clears throat> life shift that kind of got you into the space that you're in now? You know, something is that I was in a space where I was just glamorizing suffering, you know? I was glamorizing being in the depths of, of what I was going through, whether it was my job, my friendships, my relationships. Girl, I'm like, me a pen and pad. I'm like, hold on, wait. I just started getting sitting down. I pulled up a chair a bit closer. Wait a second. All right. Uh-uh. Glamorizing suffering. Whoa, this is a word though. You know, like honestly, I really was glamorizing that, you know, telling my friends, yeah, I'm working this many jobs or I'm doing this or, you know, I I am I am sticking it with this man so that uh uh-uh. please, life for every single person is supposed to go your way. You mm. are never supposed to be in a space in your life where you feel like things are not going your way, regardless of what's happening, right? Um, and so I had to get to a point where I was like, this is, what am I doing? Like, 
I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be spoiled by myself, by other people. I deserve to be supported. I deserve like divine power to surround me. I deserve softness and love and enjoyment. I deserve to enjoy my life because I have and so does everybody have one tantalizing life on this earth. You better live it for you and for nobody else. So in that space, you better find that sweet, sweet spot and find your happiness because you just have to, as in you have to, they, for me, like there's no other way. And so I had to get out of the mindset of like feeling like this suffering is getting me to my highest version. It wasn't, I was very mm-hmm. much operating in a very low vibration, very shallow, um, lacking mindset. And I needed to leave that because I deserve the best. I deserve nothing but the world. I know that this life was made for me. My life was made for me and I can't live it to suffer or I can't live it for somebody else. I can't live it for the pleasure of somebody else. I can't live it for approval of somebody else. I need to do it for me. So it was choosing me, deciding that I cannot be living in this space where I feel like I am in a lacking mindset. I cannot be operating in a low vibration. I deserve better. I am worthy, period. I love that. Glenn and I were just talking about, we're like, girl, we gotta, we gotta get up I don't know where this this. came from. I don't know who originated this, but that we need to get free. Free? I've been saying I gotta get free for years, child. (laughs) Because like (laughs) just grinding, hustling, like this is this will eventually be something that we could probably do more like full-time, but we both still have full-time jobs. And we're just like, but that does not bring me joy. Yeah. It does it does, it's not cutting it. So I need to remove myself and get free. And, and not glamorize like, oh my God, I'm working all the time and I'm doing this all the time and I'm miserable all the time. Like, I don't know. That's probably the fucked up part of a uh, capitalistic society where we feel like that's what we have to do to be successful. But yeah. that's not how success has to be defined. Not at all. I think like that comes with the fall of the girl boss era, right? Right. Where all this, the the fall of like hustle culture where, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to rest when I'm, when I'm dead, I'm going to sleep when I'm dead, babe. Mm -hmm. No, you need to take care of yourself. You need to put Mm -hmm. yourself first. The only way you can give into your life, your community, your people, your friends, your, your family, whatever it is, is if you are at your very best. And as in like, I, when I first like started going full-time with social media, I worked myself until I got sick. Mm. I worked myself to the bone because I felt like I wouldn't be relevant if I wasn't posting. Mm. I wouldn't be seen by brands. If I wasn't posting, I wouldn't be seen by my community. If I wasn't actively engaging with my platform. Mm. And I did that to the point where I got sick, like really sick. Like, and I was like, what am I doing for doing this for? Who am I doing this for? Like, is it the Corona vaccine that I'm creating? Yeah. Please, I'm not Fauci. Please, I'm not Fauci. You know, Fauci has his job. Like, I need to pour into myself so I can pour into my community or into just the people that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was in girl bossing. There's a whole thing like you girl boss too close to the sun. You like burnt yourself. That's where I felt like I got to. Um, and it's fine to have that hustle within you, 
but it has to have a balance. Mm -hmm. And so what sort of daily decisions do you find yourself making to choose yourself? And I'm thinking this for people at home that are trying to make these shifts. That means, I don't know, a meditation practice or staying in, even though people are asking you to come out and you don't really feel like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to set boundaries for yourself and it looks mm-hmm. different for different people. Like for me, because I work in social media, like, in, you know, when I was working my nine to five, I used to like de like decompress scrolling on TikTok or scrolling on, on Instagram and watching videos and all that. But right now, like my life is work and what I do for, for work is life. And like, it's all the same thing. And so I had to set a boundary where I felt like at the end of the day, when I'm done creating content and responding to emails and, you know, engaging with my audience, what am I doing? Sitting down and then going back on Instagram? I can't do that. Like, so Mm -hmm. what is my boundary? So I had to set boundaries, like at a specific time, I'm off my, my socials at a specific time. I am not on my phone. I'm just like hanging out with my friends or cooking or going on my hot girl walk or working out or, you know, talking to, to friends and family. So I had to just set really strict boundaries with myself because if not, I would just get stuck in it. Like I was in vacation in January for two weeks, which was like the longest time I've taken vacation. And I was out in Puerto Rico, supposed to be living my best life, but I'm still on Instagram. I'm mm. still on, on, on TikTok. I'm still emailing brands. I'm still emailing my, my team when I should have just been like really spending that time to take care of myself and be with myself and being present I made a face because we we might have had a Puerto Rico crossing (gasps) when were you there you said January yeah I was there beginning of January to like mid-January that's when we were there you know the craziest thing what part of Puerto Rico were you guys in girl we were all over the place but our place was in San Juan but like not San Juan proper but then we went to like different beaches. Like we rented a car and we would just like drive to all these different beaches every day. You know, the, the chances that we probably crossed paths or were in the same place at the same time is really high because Puerto Rico is really small. I know. I was, I was in Condado in San Juan area. So, okay. Okay. Sure. I'm sure. You know what? We started the year with the same type of energy. We said we had yes. to go be sexy and be on a beach, be someplace warm. Same. To Me start too. it off. <laughs> You know, yeah. that makes me think that one of the first times I saw your page was when you, you tell the girls every summer that the body that they have is their summer body, right? Yes. When you're out on the beach, don't hide. You encourage women to wear that dress, wear that, that bathing suit, let your stomach out, back rolls are beautiful, all the above. Period. Why do you think that's important? And like, when did that message come to you? Why did you mm-hmm. decide to share it? Yeah. With the summer body. With a summer body, I think as in personally, I used to have the pressure where you need to have a summer body, right? You're like doing other things during the winter when it's cold. And then when it gets to summer, you have to be your very best, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you know, flat stomach, fat ass, abs, (laughs) chiseled, all these things. You have to be that. And I thought that, you know, I came from a different, very different culture. Like I was born and raised in Kenya. I moved here when I was 16. And so that was very much the norm. Every summer, everybody looks their very best, whatever that means to, you know, each person. And so I felt like for a really long time, like I would just be living my life happily during the winter, colder months. And then when it gets 
to like, you know, the brink of summer, I'm hustling to like work out, be on a diet, get my body, quote unquote, right, tight, all these things. And it was so exhausting because Mm -hmm. even though I would do all those things, I would still be so unhappy with my body. I would still be so unhappy with myself. And so I just had to figure out like, okay, then babe, like, what do you need to do for yourself? Because right now you're just living for the approval of other people. You're living for um, other people's, you know, uh, you know, opinion of what you should look like. Mm-hmm. So, so what are we going to do for you? Um, the, the, it was a summer of, you know, I had to pick, not pick, but there was a summer where I was like, it has to be me season, babe. Like it has to be all about me. I am exhausted with, with trying to impress other people. So that's when my journey started personally, before I even started posting on socials and being like, whatever, whatever body I have right now, I love it. My body has a season and a reason for what it looks like and what it feels like and what it's doing. And we're going to embrace that and love that. Um, and so I started doing that even before I started, you know, posting on socials and talking about um, my, my body and my experience. And I also realized like there's other women out there who feel the same way. Like it just can't be me. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be other, you know, women or men or, or, you know, whoever who feels like, you know, maybe I don't need to be working out right now. Maybe I just need to like embrace what is happening. We went through a pandemic and your body took you and carried you and protected you through the hardest time probably of your life. Embrace that. Love that. Like love your body for being so strong to take you through a whole pandemic. Instead Mm -hmm. of like, you know, wondering like, oh, but my body needs to look like this or it doesn't look good in a bathing suit. It doesn't look good in a, in this dress. I'm going to save this until I, I I lose weight. Like, yeah, just like do it now. Stop losing life for the approval of other people. Stop waiting to live your life to the fullest because you want to impress other people. And that's where it came, came for me. And I felt like, you know, I already had a platform at that point and wanted to share it with, you know, my audience of the rest of the world. So, yeah, totally. I think it's really important. Sorry, Glenn, no, that the point around um, like who you're doing it for, because the girls know Shade is a vain queen. I'm getting ready for my 30th birthday. I'm in the gym. Hey! I'm trying to have the ass high, all of that. But genuinely, it's for my own joy, like that. I want this for me. And I think that's the key distinguisher for a lot of people. Like if you're doing all of this for someone else to accept you, like you'll constantly change and mold your body because everyone's going to want something else. Because Mm -hmm. I don't think that like when I try to get my body super tight, it's not for other people. It's not really for how other people look at me, but it's, because of my own understanding of like society and could not, mm. could that not have a, like, mm-hmm. even though you're doing it for yourself, why does yourself want that? And why does That's yourself true. It's definitely that probably it, It's probably influenced it's by external. Yeah. It probably is definitely influenced by what I deem to be beautiful. But for yeah. me, like to, when I said my back, like I've been doing a lot of like back workouts. Like, I just mm-hmm. think that that's like a sexy thing. And so mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, Sure. Yes. Yes. And like, yes, I definitely think it's probably influenced, but I also think like 
I feel amazing when I'm exercising. I feel amazing when I'm like just working on something and improving things because it makes me feel good. I'm sure there's something I can unpack there. No, no. (laughs) I think, I think you're really, you know, hitting the nail on the head. It's what you want, what makes Mm -hmm. you feel good, right? Whether that is just living in your body the way it is right now, amazing. Whether it is like you being in the gym and, and working out, that's fine. Like I think the, the, it doesn't have to be either or. Mm-hmm. You're, you need to love yourself, your being, your essence, your magic, your body, your everything in whatever season and reason, right? So so like for me, I, I love working out, but like, I, I'm working out because I love having my body motion, but somebody else might be working out for a body goal or mm-hmm, somebody else mm-hmm. might be not working out for something else. And that's fine. I think society has made it feel like it's either you, you love your body and you're like whatever, or you love your body and you're working out every day. It doesn't have to be that. Right. Like your reason for wanting yourself to 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 look a specific way and wanting yourself to be a specific way has nothing to do with society and 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 why yeah has nothing to do with society and everything to do with you and your love for yourself so i think all the things that you do and people do has to be rooted in your self-love and i think there's a fucked up like preconceived notion that if your body doesn't look a certain way like oh you're not taking care of yourself oh you're not eating well or you're not exercising and it's like yeah that's really? not true. <laughs> That's not true. Like, I think, um, I don't know if you, you guys know about this, um, this creator. I can't think of their name right now, but she's a cancer survivor. Also really good at yoga has, is one of probably the most fittest athletic people I know, but doesn't have this body that everybody thinks is athletic mm-hmm. or fit. Right. But she would probably like rock it at any athletic thing that was brought to to the table for for them that's so real. and and um yeah I think people just need to understand that bodies come in in different phases and different sizes and different looks and everything and like I think I don't know if we'll ever get to that point in society but once we just realize like like we're just like doing whatever the, the fuck we want with our bodies right now. I want to work out and that's what I want to do. And that's great for me. Cause I mm-hmm. love that period. Um, maybe I want to work out and chill. Amazing. Maybe I don't want to work out. And that's amazing. Like, I, I hope that in society, we can get to that point where we're just not giving a fuck what other people are doing with their bodies. Yeah, I totally agreed. And I, I was going to expand this a little bit because you said something else in another post on your page that you decided to just stop hiding and stop hiding your body but also you talked about um like trying to change your accent or straightening your hair so I just wondered if you could share more about the ways you found yourself hiding yeah I I was born in into like a very cross-cultural space um so I was born and raised in Kenya um but like have very heavy, like Western European um, Mm. influence in the country. And so like, for example, I go by a Chiang, a Gutu right now, but for a really long time, I went by Annie, which is my English name. And Mm. um, I just, I think I I was raised into a space where I felt like I had to really 
um, be palatable for for other people, especially white people. Mm-hmm. Like I had to to have my hair a specific way, you know, straight hair or or even if I had braids that would be up in a bun, something very timid. If I spoke, I only spoke in English and I would try to speak not in a Kenyan accent or, or any accent. I would try and speak in a way that, you know, somebody who was not Kenyan would understand me. Um, I would dress a specific way so that people could receive me in a specific way. Um, you know, I would eat certain things so people could receive me in a specific way. I could hang out with people so I could be received in a specific way. And it was all about hiding who I was, hiding me as, as a Kenyan, Luo, African woman, me hiding myself as, as the vibrant, vibrant, loud, vivacious person I am, me hiding myself as a creative, me hiding myself as, as a Cheng, you know, a Cheng Agutu, like, really doing everything to hide that. And it wasn't until I came to the States where I felt like very other. Hmm. I felt very like I I wasn't a part of this, you know, society or community. And that, you know, I felt very ostracized for a really long time and was wondering like, as in like, I've done everything, you know, Hmm. I I've, I've put on the the weaves and the wigs. I I have played all all the games. I have spoken all the English I can. I have done all the classes. I have gone to all the games. I've done everything. What else can I do at this point? Because I don't feel welcomed. And I just was over that. I was so tired of of trying to be palatable for a society that hated me. For society that wanted nothing to do with me. So it just got to a point where it was like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I just need to pick myself. I, I, I need to do something right now because I've done everything that I thought was in the book for me to be that acceptable Black woman. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that anymore. And this was in college, actually. I had broken up with my white boyfriend oh, at the time. Oh, T. <laughs> Sade, please. I'm in there. She had a white boyfriend so, in college too. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You say, oh, Jesus. Stop you, know? <laughs> you know, broken up with my white boyfriend at the time and was like, well, what are we doing? Um, at that point, I started going into therapy um, and I was like, well, so this is me right now, pretty out of place, feeling disheveled. Like, what do I need to do? My therapist really like held my hand through that. Mm-hmm. And just, she was like, babe, like you need to get back to your queen energy. Cause they, there is something there. Why is it not coming out right now? Like you need to get in touch with yourself. Took a long time. But it took a, a long time of me waking up and choosing me as a Chiang, choosing me as the person that I am, choosing me as the person that, I, as the not people pleaser for months, probably mm. years. You, you know, I started this in 2017. I started my blog. Uh, I started Northern Night Noir. I started posting my affinity for everything, you know, love, life travel black women in luxury black women living their best lives um 
you know, bad bitches is being bad bitches, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, I just started posting about that and it, it sort of like resonated with other people. And, you know, it made me kind of get back to my place because I realized like people didn't want to feel, didn't want to see this, this aesthetic. They just wanted to feel something. And I wanted to feel something. I really wanted to feel something. And, and that's kind of just like where it started blossoming and yeah. budding. Not to harp on this, but like, I feel like a lot of what you said translates back to this conversation around body positivity and self-love. Like you were trying to kind of change yourself and mold yourself to be acceptable, to be palatable, but you could, you could do that to death, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you accept yourself and start to strip things away, but still be like, you know, but, but I'm good. Like, you want to be coming to the room, baddest bitch, wig on, nails done, lashes on, face beat, amazing. But also, could you come into the room with none of that and still feel confident? And I think right. that's yeah, what we that's always you. have to like strive for. I think yeah. that like we feel like, well, oh, if you do all those things, like you can't love yourself. Like no. you got all this makeup on. No, no. no. It, I, there's space for both. And I think you you talking about like the stripping but also the stripping away. People are going to be like, the stripping, what? <laughs> like she was a dancer. <laughs> no, like, like you, you get into that point where you had to like find that kind of like inner peace. I think mm-hmm. that is really the goal. And there's like a dichotomy. And that's what's dope, I think, about Black women that we can actually, we can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly. And the thing is that it doesn't have to be either or. I right. always try and make sure that I'm telling people it doesn't have to be either or. You don't have to be like this, you know, stripped down person or, you know, this whole like, you know, nails, all that. No, mm-hmm. you are it both ways. Exactly. You know, you are the moment. You That's are creme de la creme. You are fabulous. Like the only thing that stops that is, is, is how you view yourself in society because you just need to be a bad bitch 24, 7, 365, the way you are. Exactly. Regardless, mm-hmm. regardless you know, cause listen, I'm a slay in a wig. I'm a stay with hair, without hair. I'm a slay without makeup, with makeup. Like exactly. That's just, I think that's where I really want women to get to. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's nothing about, Oh, but I'm a, a man for what? A man who? <laughs> oh, but my job for what? Oh, but my fa- babe, it's you. You have one tantalizing life. You have to live this life for you. And and I know it's hard. It takes time to get to that point, but you have. It's it's a must. I I think at least for me, the way I see it, it's a must. You have to get to a point when you are able and capable and if you have the energy to love yourself so vibrantly and conditious and unconditionally and viciously. Yes. Um, yes. You know, that makes me think something, something I'm working yeah. on in therapy right now is like negative self-talk and being mm. like self-critical. And I think as we're talking about like the inner work that needs to happen, there's that like voice that'll creep in and be like, "Mm, girl, no, you fucked that up. No, no, it wasn't good. And I wondered if you've ever had those, felt that, had those voices. I think we all have those voices and you kind of alluded to you having had those and I'm sure therapy helped. But if ever that voice ever creeps back in, 
Is there something that you tell yourself? Is there a way that you shake that thought out of your head? Yeah, I think I used to like always really psychoanalyze every feeling I had. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sad, but why am I sad? What is the root of this feeling? Or I'm upset, I'm anxious, like really psychoanalyze it and it would never help me at all. So I think I just had to get to a point where I was just like living in that cycle um, and accepting like, yeah, I'm feeling anxious right now. And I don't have to pin it to something right now, right? I'm, excuse me, I'm just going to experience what I'm experiencing, feel the feelings, and then come out of it. I think my come out is always, I have a, what is it called? What is it in English? Um, I can't think of the word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of it. It's like a, a... in upper ebb and upper, flow, no. an ebb and flow, like an like something that gets you out of it, like an upper something. Oh, I, I the people like I've I've heard a lot of people. Girl, I can't it. think of in English either. I know <laughs> something that gets you out of it. I'm yeah. like a stimulant, drugs, a stimulant. No. not drugs. Shade <laughs> uh, has been just slandered like many <laughs> lies. <laughs> No, I, an upper, yes, yes, an upper, like what gets you out of a it. mood I think, boost, a mood boost. I love that. <laughs> <A> mood, <laughs> like the mood boost, right? So, like it's like letting myself feel what I need to feel, um, because if not, like if it's like, oh yeah, but I'm I'm connecting it to this thing. I'm anxious because I'm traveling. I'm anxious. When you do that, I I feel like I tend to not process exactly what's happening. Mm. um so definitely something that's been really helpful for me is like writing or like journaling or something that my therapist told me is set 10 minutes to vent or 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 whatever it could be excitement right 10 minutes to just like oh I'm really excited about this like or it could be anxiety or upset or you're crying like 10 minutes vent say whatever you want to say and sometimes that's just like saying it out into the ether, like kind of just like helps you that you set it out instead of having it within yourself because mm-hmm. holding it sometimes feels heavy. It feels like you're, hold, you're holding 10 million grocery bags, like actually just like saying it out, like 10 minutes, like saying whatever yeah. you want. I'm upset right now because of this, or I hate it or screaming or whatever. 10 minutes, get yourself together write, cry, hot girl walk. I love to dance. I feel like I hold a ton of um, trauma within my body, which a lot of people, we, we all do. We all hold a lot of trauma within our body and, and especially within our shoulders. That's why people are tense, jaws, clenched jaws, mm-hmm. hips, knees. So just like moving, just even like a, a body roll for like a, a little good, sexy body roll, a little sexy body roll for a really good, like three minutes whatever even 30 seconds having your body in motion also like tells your mind like oh yo okay actually something is happening (laughs) i like this okay serotonin all right vibes so like yeah for me definitely i would say journaling i would say my 10 minute vent session whether it's happiness greatness crying whatever and having my body body. in motion moving that body 
but also like yeah I, I love reaching out to my community of friends like I I feel like really blessed to have people who are like so what's popping what's up you want to talk you know so yeah. yeah reaching out and leaning on my community as well totally and I was also asking that too because even with all the the confidence you've cultivated do you ever still have moments when you put on a dress and you're like oh I'm not liking how this is looking and then do you just push through it regardless or I mean you know you could change the dress but you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually yeah I do I have times where I'm like you know seen the dress online it's like damn that looks good I know I'm gonna kill I'm gonna eat no crumbs left Mm -hmm. um and I put it on and I hate it because maybe that day I'm having a really bad body day Mm. or that day I'm just having a bad day and not loving anything not loving the my makeup not loving my outfit not loving what I made not loving how I'm interacting with people and yeah, I think it's 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 on in those moments where I also I have to take a step back and like really just like get back to myself mm-hmm. and connect with myself. I for a really long time I felt like I was in this place, but like place where I felt like you're sad, no worries, you you're happy, you're fine, like you're a bad mm-hmm. bitch. Don't no, no, like um, I'm having a bad day today and that's okay I'm having a bad day and I'm not loving the way I look in this dress I'm not loving the way my body looks and that's okay right um Mm -hmm. but the thing that I was told by my 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 therapist is to have those days but also still live life Mm -hmm. right yes um I'm feeling really upset today but I'm gonna go play tennis when I'm upset you know or or I'm I'm having I'm feeling anxious today but I'm gonna do this thing even though I'm anxious like living your life through those because sometimes I felt like I was really like down in the depths like Mm -hmm. I would be upset and I would be upset for like three days not want to do anything like really it would take over my life but have those things happen in parallel with all the things that are happening also in your life like you know like the other day I was just feeling really really sad it was because of a man boo whatever Mm -hmm. I was feeling sad and I was like like whatever Um, I had already been indoors for a while and I was like I'm just gonna stay indoors but I was like but I want to do things I want to go hang out with my friends and my friend's birthday weekend and um, I want, I just started tennis class. I want my Serena Williams shit, like, <laughs> you know, so I was like, I'm just going to feel sad about this shit, but still celebrate my friend. I'm going to be sad and play tennis. I'm going to be sad and go shopping in Soho. I'm going to be sad and cook my food. I'm going to be sad and move, you know, to New York, whatever. So okay. that's also something that I'm trying to do where like these emotions don't have to take over my life. Don't have to take over my whole day and my entire week. Um, you have to feel them. You can't push them away. You need to feel them so that you can process them and have them, you know, be a part of, of your growth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to yeah. keep I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like a big part of that too is like expectations of how other people, ex- like they want you to be. Like, yeah. oh, like you're always so happy. Like, why are you sad? But mm-hmm. I feel like it's so, we need to like normalize going to your friend's dinner or to your friend's birthday and be like, Girl, I'm in my feelings, but I'm here for you. Period. Just rock out with me and ride with me. And for your mm-hmm. friend to be like, 
Thank you for showing up. That's it. I, I know you're in your bag and we're going to keep it moving. Yeah. Not like, always having to put stank, on a show. Like, right. You, you could have stayed <laughs> home. Right. Literally. Like, no, I'm staying and I'm out. And I'm out living <laughs> my best life. And that's what we're going to do. Right. So, yes. Yes, right. absolutely. Listen. Don't let people hear this episode. They're gonna start acting up. Acting up. They really you, are. Yo, you still got a lot of summer left and a whole lot of what kind of a lot of tantalizing life to live. Gentle, so yes. get in your bag. Yeah, before, before we let you go, I you did mention a boy. All right. I, I was like, ask, run it back. A Chiang, you seem like you like wealthy men. I just gotta <laughs> say, you seem like is that am I picking up? Is that correct <laughs> you 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 spoke the truth you did not <laughs> say a single fib you did not fib you, not, you did not lie no yes I do please I do absolutely you know I, keep going yes no no absolutely I think I have a lot to say I'll let you finish well, yeah because you know right now I think there's a lot of discourse online about how women think that men have to have the bag and like what are you bringing to the the damn table conversation all those conversations are very old and like tired but Mm -hmm. um yeah just why do you I mean you like you I I, at this point I want to be with a wealthy man too because I make some money and I just want them to make some money too and I want them to make more money than me because I don't really want to have to spend my money I'm sorry and I want to do like really nice beautiful things together yes no absolutely babe like listen I think I know not even I think I know women need to set their standard and stand by it okay because how is it that men are out here saying I want a woman who's like this who can get oh literally the list is endless it's giving a cvs receipt receipt and you just bought Don detergent is giving, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's giving a long sheet. And I feel like women um feel like they need to like, just like settle for what is there, especially women who are like doing great in their, in, in like their careers or whatever, or just women in general. Like you feel like you need to just like settle for what's there because, oh, that's the man. Uh-uh. Set your standard, set your standard and live by it, especially for black women, babe, please. They, you know, there's a man out there who is exactly, exactly at your level, what you want, what you need. Don't settle for less because why are you associating yourself with mediocrity? Why? Because all you're doing is associating yourself with the lower version and a low vibrating version of yourself. You deserve it. You deserve the creme de la creme. You deserve to be loved. You deserve pure, raw, genuine, exciting, vibrant love, 24-7-365. And these men out there who are willing to give. If a man is out here saying, oh, but your high standard, your, your, your high maintenance, oh, but you, you, you want me to do this, but I, no, babe. That's a man that's not on your level. That's a man who doesn't deserve your time. Stick to your standard. If you lower your standard, send me your address because I'm fighting you. Ah, I'm on absolutely site. on site. I'm ready and I'm coming. I'm coming with all the women out here, you know, because I feel like I've, I've really dated men who are trash, trash, basura, mm. like mm. literally trash, like trash because I know I deserve the creme de la creme. I deserve the world. And there is an 
a space for you out there to experience that and more. Never settle for anything that is less than what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Anytime. So yes, honey, I'm a, I'm a data man with money. I don't <laughs> care how much money I'm making. I could be making $10 million, but I'm going to spend your dollars. Baby. <laughs> okay, wait. I have one last question though. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're clearly a very confident woman. How is it dating like do men ever feel like oh my god I can't keep up what am I gonna do how am I gonna handle her like what does that feel like in in the dating world yeah it's so interesting I think there's been like a lot of men who feel like I'm giving very much masculine energy Mm. because I boo them because they're like oh it feels like you like I bought myself a bag because mm-hmm. that's what I do right I bought myself a bag and I wore this bag to this date with this man I was seeing and he was like making it seem like I was uh, like I, I I don't know how to he said like I had a chip on my shoulder because mm-hmm. like I'm like doing things for myself because I don't think a man can do it for me or I, I haven't found a man who can do it for me. But babe, no, I can do it for myself. Then what else do you bring to the table? So go take apart? me to buy a bag. So, so take me to buy a bag because I think like at this point, like I think he was just, all he was bringing to the, to the table was like a good face and good dick. Like, honey, what else? You know? Those, so those like, have their, they serve their purpose. They serve their purpose in this like, society and there. I really, kudos to them. They <laughs> in this us. society. I know, no, they, they really do and, and I feel like, you know, they should really start a support group but I think what <laughs> yes. I'm feeling is that men should never feel, it was, it was, men should never feel like, not me to tell men what they should do but I will. Don't feel insecure. <laughs> you know, I think that's what I, I felt a lot in dating Men who are not at, I'm going to say this. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> men, <laughs> men who are not at my level. Yeah, that's the reality. That's the reality. You know, I felt like, I just felt like it was always like, what are you doing? You're just going to post online and drink champagne and tell people that they're amazing. Ah, me, a whole me, me, the tantalizing confidence queen. You're mad. Or being like, Oh, you don't even know how to spend money. You don't know how to make money. Honey, you don't know me. You know, it was always a thing of insecurity where it was always like bringing me down. But mm-hmm. once I started dating men, like who are at my level, who understand what I do, me as a woman, my energy, my confidence, my essence changed the game, mm-hmm. right? Because there's no competition. I don't have to prove anything. I'm just a princess. And that's yes. all. Yes. Yes, I really just want to feel like a princess. I want to get spoiled a little bit, you know. You know, and and go ahead. (laughs) And I know it's also like not necessarily like even monetary wise, but like Mm -hmm. somebody who who sees you not as competition, but as a as a as a woman living her life, living in her prime. And that they, we can coexist exactly. in that space as partners and grow yep. as partners, as opposed to it being like, we're fighting, or it's this, or money this, or the, no, babe. Let's be serious. Let's be focused. <laughs> You're not lying. You're not you lying. Know? Like, when you say on your level, there's a lot of levels to your level. And it's there's like, a lot of, you, like, yes. You can't come see me if we're not going to be here, because... 
I'm not going to do this song and dance with you while you boohooing in the corner. So, <laughs> not at all. Like, no, because I've been through a trail right. of your man child and it's just been nothing but headaches. Come to me when you're ready. Come to me when you're ready. <laughs> Please come right. to me when you're ready. Like come correct or don't come at all. Right. That's really mm-hmm. it. That's it. That's all. Um, Achiang, you are yeah, fantastic. Um, we're going to have to offline because... I think we live in the same city. So yeah. we might have to do a little link up. Mm-hmm. A bad, bad bitch link up. Yay. You already know. <laughs> Period. Yes. Please, no. please tell the people where they can find you. If there's anything exciting you want to announce, anything coming up, please let, let the girls know. Yes. Spill, um, spill, spill. Spill, spill. As in, um, so, so, thank you so much for having me here. This was so fun. I wish we could be here longer, please. Um, but you can find me being a tantalizing, sexy human on the internet at No Ordinary Noir on TikTok and Instagram. Um, these are some fun things that are coming up that I can't really talk about right now, but it's something tangible. So be excited for that. Yes. 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 Well, so. We'll look out for it. We'll follow you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh uh (laughs) I love this. Thank you so much. Like, I think it's so important that our listeners hear this um, and really like bring this with them, especially around this time of the year. I feel like people start to really get in their head. Oh, hot girl summer, body this, men that. And it's like, girl, do you? And they will no. come. And they will come. Like the thing as in I can leave people with is like, one, life is always supposed to go right for you. It is always supposed to go right for you. You have to live your best life in whatever capacity that you can right now, in whatever situation, experience you're having right now. Babe, life is like, like I just don't even know how to describe it. I just want to like, Shout to people like you are really living in your prime. And even if you're not feeling it right now, it is coming. It is here. It is literally at the tip of your tongue. Um, when it comes to like, just like men, honey, bestie, you're a bad bitch. You are the, you are the prize every day, 24, seven, 365. You are the baddest bitch that has ever walked this land since Queen Nefertiti. So act as such. Okay, stop settling for some bum ass <laughs> men. Live your life knowing that you are the baddest bitch, period. And when it comes to you being a queen, you're it. Own it. You're worthy. You're magical. Your essence is literally so divine. Eat it, feel it, taste it, be it, period. Are, are your generations like young do you do? And I'm like, how does like, she do that like that? Like, like, what? what? You gotta have a soul summit or something right. or like a <laughs> women's circle. Oh, yes. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, iconic, iconic. Thank you again. Truly. Like thank you. So happy anytime, that you came. Please. please. You guys are fabulous. This was amazing. Y'all kisses. Thank you so much for having me. Blah blah blah. What would you do? I'm obsessed with the cheering. Literally She's obsessed with her. She's like, amazing. We definitely gonna have a link up with her and I'm gonna just like go back and look at her videos whenever I need a little moment. And I suggest that the listeners do too, you know? Just you know, something I was thinking about before we get into the what would you do is like 
this might sound so simple and silly, but it's crazy how like your own insecurities, insecurities like get in your head and then you like project. So it's like, if you think your hair doesn't look good that day and then someone's like, oh my God, let me see your hair or whatever. And then you're like, ah, you get like super self-conscious, but like that person might not be thinking shit about your hair, but you've created this whole narrative about that thing that you're uncomfortable with. Once you stop giving a fuck about that thing, then it literally doesn't matter. And then that, you know, it's crazy. I was, this is what I talked about in therapy today for like 20 minutes, literally the same shit. Like, cause it'll be, or you'll think that if somebody makes a comment about your hair, that they're actually thinking that it looks bad or something or right. that. But if you, somebody cause looks maybe at you, you felt some, like it. Right. If they look, look you up and down or like, look at you like, oh, okay. Dress. You might be like, mm-hmm. see, I knew the dress looks stupid. Right. Or like whatever. Like you just pr- create a whole projection. And I, this is the thing I was kind of trying to get at with, in our talk with the Qing and like this thing that I'm working on with like negative thinking patterns or whatever I'm always thinking that I know what people are thinking about me mm-hmm. but you literally just have no idea and usually people are not checking for you like that as much as you think they are literally and okay in my own narcissist spin on it but I feel like I'm sorry everyone needs a little Leo energy people are always like how are you so confident because it's genuinely like often when I go outside I'm like you look amazing. So like, if someone's looking at me, I'm like, they're looking at me because well, I look amazing because I look amazing or like they want to hit on me. But when I have my moments bitch, and I get in my head, oh, bitch, you know, I think everybody want me. It's crazy. But no, <laughs> when I have my moments and I get into my head, then I start nitpicking like, oh, they're looking at my eyebrows. My eyebrows have been like, bitch, nobody knows what your eyebrows look like when they're done and they're not. Like right. maybe your girl's gonna clock you, but like for the most part, you're fine. It's like when you're around white people and your hair's not done and you don't really care. Hey, yo, <laughs> yo, bring that energy. But like, if you were around a group of black women, you'd be like, oh Lord, my tracks is showing or like the wig is showing. I, mean, I will say that doesn't mean that you just be out here with tracks. No, 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 no. But do you know what I mean? You know <laughs> no, what I, I mean? Like exactly when you're around you white mean. people and they have no idea like what it's supposed to look like, like you don't care. It's like, bring a little bit of that. Yes. Obviously, show up as your best, be your best self, but there's going to be times where you are not perfect and that is okay. Still love yourself, still know that you're a bad bitch. And I also think something that I I just had a little moment of learning this weekend where you don't be afraid to just like pop out and just kind of like do the most. Like that dress that we both rented, it's like that purple dress. I forgot mm-hmm. the name of the brand. It's just like a I love UK that brand, brand, but I don't know what it is. Bitch, yeah. when I put that dress on, I was like, whoa. Like, the way my ass was assing. And I was going to this, like, art event, and it's this, like, pale purple dress. Like, it felt like I was doing too much. Like, I was doing a lot. Yes. I want to see pictures. Uh, I got I got a picture of it. The shit looks so fire. And I texted my friends I was going to go meet, like, y'all, I feel like I look like I'm going to Miami. Like, this is, like... Ah! Not the look. It feels like it's not right for the occasion, but I'm late already. I'm going to throw it on. I feel like, and I was a little bit self-conscious about me doing too much. But then once I started walking in it, I was like, bitch, you are That's eating it. right now. And then when I went to this party, people was on the D. Of I love that dress. Oh my God. Da, 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 da. 
and your energy also exactly because I was stepping into it I was just like feeling myself right if you're like all in a shell Mm -hmm. people might be like "Mm." Mm -hmm. but if you walk in like yes I have arrived yeah love that conversation it it brings up a lot for the rest of the summer I'm like a call to the listeners and yeah a hundred percent I mean bitch my hair is not done I have no lashes I have no nails nails. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get my eyebrows done I there's just so much and I literally don't give a fuck (laughs) now come the end of the month when you do re-up when I do re-up Oh wait! So are you waiting for your birthday until you? <laughs> are you waiting for your birthday before you do all that stuff? Yes, because why would I do this stuff and then turn around and do it again in two weeks? I'm not rich, girl. We leave in two weeks. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like I'm not going to any old anybody to get my nails done. I'm not going. I'm my hair is not just going to be a little, a little braid. <laughs> like these lashes are gonna be giving you like ah like I'm I'm doing it all I'm doing it all so right now I'm also kind of enjoying this like bareness since Mm -hmm. I'm about to go like I'm about to be a whole drag queen whole time oh my god over the top over the top okay anyway what would you do let's get into this what would you do um I felt like we had to have a a little debrief after that conversation because it just brought up so many like points um but anyways it came at the right so we're gonna anonymize is that a word uh i don't think that's a word i think you could say we're going to make this anonymous anonymize yes it is you could say we're gonna anonymize the act of making it anonymous anonymized testing of routine blood samples is the example Oh, but it's an adjective, not oh, a verb. Whatever. We're going to make this anonymous. Um, yeah, that's how you do it. Uh-huh. I'm still going to check that, though, because I feel like there might be some type of verb. Um, but yes, um, a friend told us a story and basically shared that their partner. OK, so for one, the friend was snooping up in a partnership. Right. So that was, that's the one. I feel like we could, we should read it in their voice so that it's no. the proper, what would you do? No, no? keep it anon- anonymous. They won't know. Nobody. Okay, continue. <laughs> so basically the friend, because you see, I'm not even do- getting into pronouns. The friend right. True. was going through their partner's drawer and found that their partner had like very sexy lingerie, seemed like there were some type of like sex toys or just like very sexual like these just weren't like sexy panties or bottoms like there was giving like like straps braces right garter right 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 all of that all of that um and was like I've never seen none of these before these have never been worn for me before um so should I be like in my feelings should I bring it up and it was so funny because we were like, oh, look at this. Uh, what would you do mm-hmm. right here, right now? And the Black Girls Texting group chat. Right. And I felt like it'd be interesting to bring it to the show because we didn't really expound 
that much, but also I'm curious what the listeners think about it. Like, has that ever happened to you? Is that something that would frustrate you? Um, but what were your thoughts, Glenise? Yeah, I feel like it, I would see that and be like, damn, do you have a whole, like, I, and even if they're, if me and my partner were already having like very freaky sex or whatever, I'd be like, damn, is there still like another side of you that I don't know? Am I not fulfilling you in some kind of way? Mm-hmm. Why are you not bringing this out before we met? Were you living a different kind of life? I think it was more just like, and this is what happened when you go searching for stuff. You see other parts of people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it just felt like, I, I think it. I would feel like, damn, is there some stuff? Or, but then there's also a lot of things. That person's former partner could have bought them all that stuff and they never wore it, but they just kept it. Like, you never know. I don't know. The way that it seemed like our friend was taking it was like, damn, I want you to wear that type of shit for me. Right. And I think, but I think they also felt like, damn, is there also like another part of your life that I'm not privy to? But if I think that what's interesting is how to bring it up to your, to your partner that you want them to like incorporate some of that sexiness into the bedroom without exposing the fact that you were snooping. That's the key part. That is definitely the key part. Um, Funny when you were like, oh, maybe they're a previous partner bought them that like that's when I would be like I don't like that but everything else I feel like it goes back to the conversations we had about like insecurities and projecting like you can't like overthink it or get too in your head about it um but I think it allows you to I mean you have to be subtle you can't be like I went through your shit do not admit to going through their shit I'm sorry I don't care carry the white lie to the motherfucking grave don't admit it don't admit it don't admit it unless unless you have a type of partner that can really like really receive that don't admit it because they're gonna be looking at you like you crazy because you did some crazy shit i mean granted just poking around in the drawer if you were like helping clean up maybe no that's not what you were doing no no you went looking (laughs) i was looking for a a t-shirt Mm-mm. I've been so tempted to go through my man's, my current man's shit, like through all the time. Or, Sade, like, through stuff. Because it's just like, I, like a natural inclination of nosiness. But okay, then I'm like, yeah. bitch, mind your fucking business. I mean, that's like, it's just like a curiosity. And you just it's a like, curiosity. Look at their little knickknacks. And right. Things. Not but that I'm like, I, I looked through somebody's something. shit before and I saw some shit I didn't want to see. Bitch, I crazy. looked through somebody's shit and got fucking dumped <laughs> right like yo i was just looking at postcards that their friends sent them they were like tacked up on a wall and i'm reading it like who now good luck with who and what mm-hmm. <laughs> yep when you go mm-hmm. looking it will find you mm-hmm. but back to the incorporating like sexy shit into your your routine if that's something that you want uh i feel like we both said like take this person out or like plan a sexy evening and like have the conversation that you want to explore this more like kinky side share what you like what you don't like shit hold on I need to do that do mm. I think I was also suggesting that they well no I don't know it can be hard when you just spring some like lingerie on your partner <laughs> I just remembered something it was so great one time somebody texted me like it's just so nasty I don't even know just there's just ways to do it somebody texted you what they texted me like hey I have a question and I was like oh god you know people do that I'm like oh god about to get dark and they were like 
what happened to them thongs you used to be wearing? Like, I like pulling them to the side. Oh, I love that. And then I was like, oh, say less. I will put it on. And then every time we got together, I had one on. And then I got excited about it and I started ordering whole fucking sets. I'd be like, what color do you want me to wear? Ooh. Yes, girl, shit was hot. Hot. Now, I had had it on at one point. Right. So that's... But in that moment, I realized that that was like his thing. Like, I didn't know that that was like what he was into. Or you could buy your partner something that you want them to wear. Does that feel forced and feels like, like, what if your man, I've seen that backfire on people before and I don't know where. It was definitely like on a TV show. I mean, you have to know who the person is. Like, if my man bought me some like OD girly ass right. lingerie I would probably be like, like no nah, I'd like- probably do it <laughs> but, but I probably wouldn't be as into it like I need more like dark and black and yeah you know but sure I'd still do it because I love the fantasy exactly um <laughs> like no I'd probably do it yeah I'm like I would do it and then I'd have this whole like oh my god like I'd talk like that the whole night <laughs> you're so ridiculous <laughs> but yeah I think they just have to bring it up yeah not the snooping but just be like yo I want us to explore you know more kinky side sexy side like what do you like what are you into I like that put it on them just ask the question yeah like I like this do you like this I want to try this do you want to try this yes that's good advice that's well said that's Mm -hmm. well said well this was a fab episode excited it was lovely and that's it that's all yes um before we go out i want to share with the dolls um our upcoming endeavor i just need to pull up the language to make sure i'm speaking to it correctly but um you can edit this out so Black Girl Sexting is going to be in attendance at the Let's Get Free Carnival. Um, This is a really, really dope, like, festival event that'll be taking place in New York City um, at Flushing Meadows Corona Park in Queens, actually. August 20th and August 21st, the lineup includes Missy Elliott, WizKid, Anderson Pop, the Free Nationals, Ozuna, El Alpha, Kali Uchi. Aiko. There's also Shanae this Aiko. artist called Pablo Vitar that is so fire. Remember, remember Sean and I were listening to Pablo and the song yes. was like, follow, follow me. That's, oh, that's pa- that person no. is going to be performing. That's dope. Yeah. Flatbush Zombies, Major Laser, just like the list goes on and on and on. Um, there's actually was a pre-sale registration for Queens Residence first. That opened up in March. I like that. Um, and then it opened up to the general public after. So you can go and get you some tickets. We will be there in the audience, interviewing people, chatting with people, seeing how your experience is. So pull up on us we're really excited say what's up please do please do me and glenn always talking about getting free this is a fucking sign let's get free let's get free the fucking sign you know i love a sign so now i'm like 
Is it? Oh my God, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you never fucking know, but all I know is I'm going to be there throwing ass. Period. Absolutely will be. In my city. Right. Confident as fuck. Word to a Chiang. Um, We are missing Chelsea to take us out. I will try to do my best. Do your best. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Texting. We're on Twitter at Black Girls Text One. Sign up for Patreon if you want some exclusive content. I think it's patreon.com slash Black Girls Texting. Yes, it is. Um, We still have merch. If you want to just, you know, get something warm right now, even though it's hot as fuck outside, blackgirlstexting.com. I would say sign up for the newsletter so you can stay in touch and in tune for these events when they come out this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. We're also on TikTok, Black Girls Texting. Yes. I don't know how to use that, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.